Uh, speaking of Tennessee, they'll be in the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl coming oh, up oh. on December 30th at 3 o'clock. You can hear the game right here on 104.5 The Zone. The executive director of said bowl game, Scott Ramsey, joins us now. Scott, what's up? Hey, Brent. How are you? We are great, my friend, and I'm guessing you are too. Uh, with, with Tennessee uh, now one of the participants, uh, how, how did you arrive at, at the University of Tennessee playing in the Transperfect Music City Bowl? Well, first of all, it's just great to be busy after last year. No, uh, you know, the cancellation and, and, uh, and really – all that uh, happened kind of in our city that week uh, with the bombing and the cancellation of events and the bowl game. And so it's just great to kind of be back at it, Brent, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I, I think the SEC process, and this is uh, the eighth year, I guess, since we've had uh, really what we call the pool of six, uh, six cities that, uh, that all kind of work through the conference and with the schools to try to make the matchups, uh, try to keep destinations fresh for fan bases, for players, for universities, um, I, th- I think it's worked really well. And, and this year, you know, I, I think there were a couple of key things that uh, there, were, there was a lot of discussion about. I think there's still a lot of apprehension on long-distance traveling of, of big groups of fans. And, and I think everybody coming out of COVID last year, uh, a lot of us didn't have games. So was there an ability to kind of regionalize some of the matchups without kind of going against what we had originally set up, which was not repeating and somewhat uh, representative of a, uh, uh, the records on the field. And, and I think we accomplished that as a, as a group. And I, I commend Mark Womack and Greg Sankey kind of uh, really trying to think along those lines. So fans have a lot of accessibility. And for us, that was Tennessee, uh, South Carolina and Charlotte, Mississippi state and Memphis, LSU and Houston, uh, Auburn and Birmingham. So I, I think uh, for the most part, it's going to really enable fans to kind of follow their teams this year and, and hopefully kind of get back into the swing of, of, of bowl games the way we're, we were used to seeing them. It looks like two of the most attended uh, Music City Bowls ha- have involved Tennessee. Um, so it makes sense from that perspective for sure. And you kind of alluded to that being a regional uh, draw. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I think we've been very intentional too, uh, Brent, as you know, over the years of uh, of not trying to, to feel like it's a, a local game every year. Right. Um, and this is only the third time in 24 years uh, of having Tennessee. And we had them, obviously, in 2010 against North Carolina, double overtime, and had them in 2016 against a great game against Nebraska. And, and certainly, uh, you know, the alumni base here in Middle Tennessee and uh, the proximity of, of Knoxville and, and uh, really the whole state to, the, uh, to Nashville, it's, it makes sense. And uh, we're excited about that, obviously. I mean, you know, the main mission of hosting all these events we host, including the bowl, is trying to fill up our, our stadium and fill up our city and create a great environment for the players on game day. And, you know, a, a full stadium does that better than a, a partially full one. So uh, we're excited about that, excited for the game. I think we're going to have a great game on the field and, and uh, back to creating a great atmosphere three or four days leading into it. Scott, let me ask you something from a player's perspective. Um, each each year you go into the bowl game and um, – it's, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal experience. I, I've talked to a couple of people that have been in it. But how do you go about picking the prizes that you give away in these goodie bags for <laughs> Oh, swag bag yeah, the swag talk. bag, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to figure out, Scott. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I anticipated that was going to be the first question, swag bag. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, <laughs> it's uh, – 
You know, it, it's a good question because from from our standpoint, and I actually think I talked about this with Dawn one time, long time ago, is that it was getting really difficult in the first 15 to 20 years probably running the game of we, we were trying to figure out what was the right gift for 250, 20-year-old football players to get. Well, to do that, and it was really starting to trend toward technology, you had to kind of order that stuff in the summer. Well, heck, by the time we ordered and got here, it was already on generation four of whatever we ordered. <laughs> right. So right. It, it was obsolete. And, and so we started pulling the players and pulling them before and after. And we went to the gift suite. And uh, the gift suite then, you know, they can get whatever they want. Some kids wanted to shop for parents for Christmas. Some mm-hmm. kids wanted technology. Some wanted stuff mm-hmm. for their um, apartment or dorm room. So they were able to get what they wanted. And really the feedback background has been really positive on that rather than us try to anticipate something in April, that's going to be a great gift for everybody across the board in, in December. And um, we continue to pull them. And if that'll start changing, we'll go a different direction. Uh, we want to, we want to do what they like. And so far the, the, the feedback on that's been very positive. Man, that, that is a great idea. And I, I just like to say, I'm, I'm not going to mention um, some of the places I went, but man, we always talk about years later some of the swag bags that we were given. Boy, I'm telling you right now, you don't want to be on that bad list, man. I'm telling you because you, you talk bad about it. Well, we can always load one. you. We can always load you up with t-shirts and hats, but yeah. I think that's kind of wear out over time. Yeah, don't do that. I'm let's just put that one out the window. Well, it's all about the experience too, Without because question. and and I've been lucky enough to see what you guys do, kind of behind the scenes for these teams, these coaches, and you make sure that it's a complete, full Nashville experience, and they still have some time on their own to kind of explore the city too and i think that that's a big hit as well because we all know how cool our city is well uh you, you kind of said it don to echo it we we've been pretty intentional about making sure that the schedule for three or four days includes a lot of free time certainly the coaches have their own schedule with practice and meetings and so forth for the players but you know i, I think a couple things that we we want them to kind of be if they've never been to nashville I hope a lot of the Tennessee people have, um, maybe some of the Purdue folks, but, you know, Gaylord Opryland is a destination in itself, especially around Christmas. Um, and, um, you know, the players can enjoy it out there. Uh, certainly uh, the events we do, we always have a Music City kind of twist to it. Uh, the welcome party, we have some um, Grammy-winning songwriters that take some of the players back and they write a short song. We have fun with that. Uh, Jeff Jarrett still has a, sets up a wrestling ring for the players and we bring in the wounded warriors, which is our kind of honored guests for the week. And they get to go with the players and watch some wrestling and they have fun with that. Uh, so we really try to try to do some things that are, that are low key, that are fun, that are Nashville centric. And at the same time, give them some time to uh, just enjoy three or four days in our city. Hey, Scott, man. You do a like, great job. Yeah, hey, man. Slaves. Yeah, slaves like, I want in. Yeah, man. You well, need anybody to <laughs> come document and sell this thing for you, man. Hey. Slate needs to be. On. Slate needs to be the minister of the uh, food eating contest. Whatever. Oh, without question, yeah. yeah. Well, that I'm would be the hot chicken eating contest. Yes, I am. I usually am seeing that. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll have to yeah. get Slate. I, I think that. Ron's going to reapply for some eligibility. I am, man. Uh-huh. Hey, we got to be sure to make a bowl game. That's for sure. I love it. Well, the the December thirtieth date is perfect too because that revolves right around what we're doing as a city. Uh, you know, revolving around New Year's Eve and all yeah. that stuff too. 
You, you know, uh, Brent, it's kind of funny. I feel like uh, I'm being repetitive, but, you know, over the years we've talked a lot about that I think one of the things our city does really well is is be very collaborative in, in our thinking yeah. and very strategic. And, you know, one of the things when we started the bowl 25 years ago was to, to really take the week between Christmas and New Year's, use a brand-new city asset in, a, in the Nissan Stadium now, and, and how do we bring some people to the city and with the ESPN showcase our city for three or four hours. So, you know, over the 24 years, that's been uh, been our mission. We've added the New Year's Eve event, which is um, you're going to be on CBS uh, for three or four hours, which turns out historic numbers this year. So we built that week out. And this year, we've got uh, U.S. Figure Skating Olympic Trials and National Championships, which are going to crown the U.S. team for, you know, Beijing Olympics uh, the week after. So we've kind of taken some some down weeks 20 years ago in the winter and, and used sports to kind of infuse some great business for our city and great exposure. There he is, Scott Ramsey, President of National Sports Council, Executive Director of the Transperfect Music City Bowl. We will uh, be in attendance, I'm sure, and we appreciate you, Scott. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you later. And uh, uh, if the swag bag changes, Ron, I'll, I'll call you to see if you're okay with it. <laughs> be sure. I got you. <laughs> you got an outlet. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good one.